Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift. The Leveling Up podcast is here to help ambitious small business owners achieve extreme business growth through raising their game. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation and to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Join me every Monday, Wednesday and Friday for personal development, entrepreneurial development and business growth content. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Today, we are looking at nailing your positioning. If you are a small business owner and you haven't yet really worked out what it is you do, how you do it, who you do it for, and therefore you haven't yet worked out the true value of your proposition, and therefore you will not be charging what you are worth, and you are not charging what you could be worth, then this is the episode for you. Ideally, if you can sit down, have a pen in your hand, have some paper in front of you, you are going to get the most out of today's episode, because I'm going to take you through an exercise for absolutely nailing your positioning. If you're in the gym, if you're in your car or walking down the street, make mental notes and then get this stuff out of your head, get it on paper when you get wherever it is that you are currently heading. And then I want you to pin up two statements that I'm going to give you today that are going to help you absolutely nail your positioning. My ambition, my aim today is to get you to complete these two positioning statements whilst you're listening right now. However, you might want to work on them over the next few days. You might want to sit with them for a while, let them soak in for a while. You may need to polish them up a little bit, make some little amendments over the next few days. So get this stuff out of your head, get it pinned to a notice board, stick it on your phone, whatever it might be, sit with it for a few days. And uh, if you do this process thoroughly, you will be able to categorically state what it is you do, who you do it for, why you are the person that your customer, your client should be using, and you will be able to charge your worth. So number one, why do you need a positioning statement? Why do you need to be able to nail your position in the marketplace? Because it's so competitive out there. There are so many people out there vying for your customers, vying for your clients. You are out there right now competing with everybody that company does what you do. And that is a little bit of a mugs game. If you are a generalist and if you are everything to all people, you are kind of nothing to anyone specifically, you are probably going to end up competing on price or you're just going to be winning the business that you win because you're a nice girl or you're a nice guy and because people know you and they like you. That's a good reason to do business with somebody. However, if you want extreme growth, if you want to scale your business, you need to be able to communicate why you are the one person that that specific client should be talking to, dealing with, buying from, and uh, therefore you can communicate that to a wider audience. That is how you're going to scale your business. If you get this right, you're going to strengthen your position in the marketplace. You will become much more competitive. You will stand out. Number two, you will also increase the value value 
that you offer your clients and therefore you will become worth more. At the very least, if you do this, you're going to find yourself being able to compete better in the marketplace. I believe that this content will help you charge more, not just a little bit more, but I think you could be charging a lot lot more for what you are currently doing right now, for the skill set you currently have right now, for the products and services that you currently have right now, you can charge a lot, lot more if you get your positioning right. I cannot stress, although I'm trying, how important this is for the small business owner. So here we go. There's two statements we're going to work through today to help you nail your positioning. The first statement that you want to write down, the first statement that you want to work through right now is you are the best at four in. Okay, so it's the best at four in. When you fill in those three blanks, what are you the best at for a specific market, a specific client, and maybe even a specific problem that that specific client has in a geographic area? Now we are looking at getting your positioning right. So I want you to think for a moment, what is it that you are currently the best at for which specific client do you get the best results for? Which specific problem or set of problems do you really excel at and really show your worth and your value on? And to what geographic area or in what geographic area? So if you were the best pub in, I know, let's say you're the best pub for real ale in a town, then you can see how you're going to stand out from the rest of the pubs in that town, okay? But if you were the best pub serving real ale, not just in the town, but let's say in the county, can you see how there'd be so much more demand for what it is that you're serving? And what if you were the best pub in the country for real ale, People would flock, not just from the country, but probably from outside the country to come and spend money for you. How much would your ale be worth? How much would your food be worth? What could you charge if you were the best pub in the country serving real ale? Okay, this is how it works. If you're a marketing person and you're a generalist right now, you're not going to be the best at anything to anybody, now, the truth of the matter is, I believe you already are. It's just going to be out there in the, 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 the muddiness, if you like, of what you're currently marketing, what you're currently saying, who it is you're currently embodying, which is, I can do anything for everyone. Now, this is a trap that a lot of small businesses fall into when they first start up. And actually, when you first start up a business, if you are literally starting up right now, it's not a terrible strategy to kind of do everything for anyone because I get it, you need momentum in your business, you need some money, it's very hard to say no. However, we can sometimes get trapped in that mentality and two years, three years, four years, five years, even 10 years down the line, we are still this generalist. And if you're a generalist, it means that you know, you're not specific in anything or for anybody. You're now competing with all the other generalists out there, which means you're probably competing on price or you might be just competing on the fact that you're a nice person and people like you and when they meet you, they like to do business with you. 
but that isn't very scalable. You can hit 100K business like that potentially, but if you really want to have extreme business growth, if you really want to scale your business, you need to be able to communicate what it is you do to a wider audience that doesn't necessarily know you or get to meet you, but they also instantly know that you are the person that they need to come to and talk to. Does this make sense? In the most perfect of scenarios, the phone rings, someone is on the other end, and they say to you, I need your services. I need your product. You haven't spoken to them before. They know who you are. You've positioned yourself in the marketplace. You are the one that they need to come and see. You're the one that they know is the person that's going to solve their specific problem. How much would you be worth in the marketplace, if people just phoned you up saying, I need your product, right? You wouldn't be negotiating on price anymore. You wouldn't be competing with everybody else. You would own your part of the marketplace. That's what these two statements that I'm going to give you today are going to do for you. The first one being the best at for in. So if you're a marketer and you are the best at, let's just say AdWords, right? So you're the best at AdWords. That's what you're really good at. And not just AdWords for everybody, but you get really good results for personal trainers, right? And for whatever reason, you know, you've either worked on it, you studied it, you got lucky with it, whatever it might be. But for whatever reason, you have nailed okay, AdWords for personal trainers. And whilst there are, you know, many marketers doing AdWords for personal trainers, you are the best one in the county, right? You're the best one in Berkshire. You're the best one in Essex, okay? People in that geographic region will be drawn to you. Now, of course, you're going to have to market this and you're going to have to sell this. But first and foremost, it's about nailing it for yourself. And then it's about personifying it, becoming it, then getting known for it. Makes sense. And then you've absolutely made it. You're a marketer, you do AdWords, you're great at AdWords. Personal trainers, you seem to absolutely understand their marketplace. You understand their client base, whatever it might be. You get great results. And whilst there's other people out there competing with you, the closest one to you, is 50 miles away, 100 miles away. You're going to be valuable. Does this make sense? If a personal trainer wants AdWords and you're in the marketplace position like that and they are close enough to you in that area, why would they go external? Why would they go out of that? Also, why would they go to a generous AdWords person? Because you're the person that's obviously going to get them the results. Now, here's the fear, the threat, the worry that somehow you're going to lose out on all the other work that isn't personal training work or personal training clients. Yes, potentially you will. However, it's such a little cliche and it's something that is, you know, spoken about and known, and yet so many of us don't do it because we're scared of it, but it is obviously so much better to have a big slice out of a smaller pie than it is to have a tiny little slither out of a humongous pie where you are competing with everybody else for that tiny slither. Does this make sense? You're better off having no competitors or very few competitors for a good chunk of pie than you are a humongous chunk of pie. Let's imagine that you got, I don't know, 5% of the personal training AdWords spend in the country. I don't even know what that is, but I'm guessing that would take you a long way into your extreme growth. So let's have a think about this now. You may not be obviously a marketer. You may be the personal trainer itself, the accountant. You may be the, 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 the lawyer, the coach, the mentor, whatever it is that you currently do, what is it that you currently are the best at 
Who, which specific type of client, okay, are you the best for? That you just get the best results. Come on, let's be honest for a moment, right? I know you don't get great results with every single client you work with. There's definitely a certain type of client that brings out the best in you, that your skill set can get the best results in. What's that marketplace? Then you can drill down even further and say, is there a problem, a specific problem or set of problems within that market, okay, that you are really good at solving? And then where's your closest competitor? Are you the best pub in the street, not competitive? Or are you the best pub in town, more competitive? Or are you the best pub in the land? Okay, extremely competitive. You'll be over, um, over-reserved. There'll be people queuing up, oversubscribed, as Daniel Priestley would say. They'll be queuing up at your door. You'll be having waiting lists. Think about trying to get a table at Gordon Ramsay's restaurants, for example, his flagship restaurants. You must wait months and months to get in there. Wouldn't that be nice? So take a moment right now. What are you the best at? Who for? What specific problem or set of problems in what level or what geographic region? Okay. Now, if you aren't, if you're a real generalist and you're struggling here because you're kind of good at most things or even pretty good at most things, or maybe even very good at most things, ask yourself the question, of all those things that I'm really good at, what could I become the best at? What could I become the best? What could you become the best at? So maybe you're great with personal trainers. You're great with AdWords. You're also pretty good with uh, Facebook ads. You're pretty good with helping people with some marketing content. And you're pretty good. Makes sense? Out of all those things, what's you know the one thing that you feel that you really could grow into being the best at? That if you dedicated yourself to this type of client base, with this kind of problem, with this skill set, tool set that you have, that you would become the best. When you can complete that sentence, okay, now you wouldn't necessarily put this on your website, you might by the way, but you wouldn't necessarily put this on your website. This is about like an ownership in you. It's an ownership in you and it needs to come through your communications, through your marketing, right? You may not say you're the best at. Some people have no problem with this. They'll say, I'm the best at and until someone challenges me, I am the best at that thing, right? Other people don't feel comfortable with that, okay? Um, what they do is I say to them, you have to own that in yourself. Know that is that is what you're the best at. Let that come through the conversation. Let that come through your marketing but you might not necessarily use those exact words. For me personally, I let other people say I'm the best at. I know what I'm great at. I know what I'm good at. I know what I specialize in. I'm here to do this. For example, you know, you're listening to this, you're a small business owner. Maybe you're doing 20, 30, 40, 50,000 pounds. You know, I get businesses out of that rut of being bogged down in five figures and help them to achieve 100K or more in turnover. And my challenge to all business owners is to do it within 12 months or less. We also run our masterminds, and these are for businesses that are doing already 100K or more. And our challenge there is to get them to double their turnover in the next 12 months. We have businesses doing 150, 500 grand. We have people doing a million, five million. We've got a guy in their knee doing 10 million right now. Every single one of them are absolutely massively focused on getting extreme growth within those products. That's what we do. Okay, that, that, that gets us competitive. Success groups is all about the five-figure business hitting 100K or more, okay? Ideally in 12 months or less. That's really specific. Within that, we are service-based focused. So business owners that are service-focused, that's what we focus on. 
on. And then within that, we focus on the mindset, the attitude, the personal performance side of running a business. And of course, we also bring in some business content because of course, you need to know what it is you're doing. But the number one thing that's going to dictate what you do with that knowledge, with that information is you, your mindset, your attitude and your performance. Therefore, we work extremely heavily on the mindset, the attitude, and the personal performance side of things. We niche it down, we niche it down, we niche it down. Does this make sense? I want you to think for your own business. What are you the best at? What could you be the best at? Who are you the best for? Who could you be the best for? Which problems are you the best at solving? Or which problems could you become the best at solving? And in what geographic area? Now that, okay, And you're going to have some real ownership of the value that you have to this particular client base. You can see how if someone in that specific niche would would, would need your services, why they would come to you. And whilst they might still go out to three people to talk to, to get competitive quotes or whatever it might be, when there's two generalists and there's you in the game, can you see how you have a massive advantage straight away? If you own it, okay? If you own it and communicate it, you have a massive advantage. If you want to charge more than the other two, and the other two are all competing out on price, £50 an hour they're charging because they're competing on price, you come in at £70 an hour, your client or your potential client says to you, why are you so expensive? It's really simple, because I am the best at this for you with this problem in the whole of this area, Therefore, this is why I'm more expensive than those two generalists over there. Make sense? You were once those generalists. You're going to move out of the pack. You're going to get yourself to the top of the pile for this particular client base in this area with this particular problem. Okay, I know you may not have massively completely completed that right now. Pin that up on a notice board somewhere and look at it and keep coming back to it and keep trying to nail that. You may have already just literally gone, of course, this is what I'm the best at for in an area, okay? But it's possible that you've got an idea, an inclination, maybe you've still got some fears and doubts in there. Guess what? Write it up, pin it to a notice board, stick it on your phone, wherever it might be, come back to it over time and see how it feels, see how it sits. Give it a few days, look at it, amend it, adjust it, then just sit with it, right? And then maybe play with it and try it and start communicating and see how that feels to you. And then it will start to, you'll start to embody it and it will start to gain that momentum. If you're absolutely certain of what it is, then go out there all bore. Okay, the next statement you want to fill in, very similar to the first statement, the second statement is this, the only that for in. The only that for in. So, The power of one, they call it, or the power of being the only is incredible. When you are the only person that does a specific thing for a specific client in a certain area, you become hugely competitive. You also become very valuable. So ask yourself that question again. What is it that you're the only at right now? So right now, you're the only okay, you're the only marketing expert that does AdWords specifically for personal trainers who are online, as opposed to maybe physical personal trainers in gyms, who are online in London, okay? Can you see how that would make you hugely competitive? If someone's going to go out and say, right, let me go and talk to three people, they're going to go out and talk to two generalists and you, 
Because how could they not talk to the person who is specifically the only person that deals with their problem? Okay? They have to. They may not make any other phone calls. You may be the first phone call. Let me phone this guy out first. Let's see what he or she is saying before I talk to anybody else because they're the expert in this field. You've already elevated yourself to the top of the pile. They may not call anybody else. You may get the deal there and then. It happens. I've seen it. I've done it myself. It may be they go out to the other two competitors. Very quickly, they become obvious that they're generalists. You become the expert. It's obvious that you're the right person. You are maybe more expensive than the other two. Now they're conflicted between, I want, you know, obviously this is much cheaper, but I really want you. What an amazing struggle to have in your client's head, right? I know I've got this price over here, which is cheap, but then I've got you over here, which is the right person for me. I know I really need to go for you. Oh, you're valuable. You're valuable. You're valuable. They turn around to you and say, why are you so expensive? Why are you twice as expensive as the others? Really simple, because I'm the only one that's been specifically sits here dealing with this problem day in, day out for clients like yourself that gets results. Here's all my testimonies. Here's all this. Here's all that. Here's my case studies. And that's why I'm more expensive than these guys. Make sense? So again, write that out. The only that for in. What are you the only at right now or the only that? What is it that you do that you're the only one that does? So you're unlikely to be the only marketing expert, okay? So you'll be the only marketing expert that does AdWords, for personal trainers who are growing their businesses online in the southeast of England. Okay? If you are a pub and you're listening to this, we are the only pub that serves vegetarian pies for discerning clients in the area. Maybe not a brilliant one. But you get the gist, right? So again, have a think right now. Do it right now. Do the work right now. And you can come out of this episode literally with these things nailed. Or at least you'll get a rough draft of these. So then again, like I keep saying, say, pin this up. Another one, you've got these two statements. Pin them up on your notice board. Get them in front of you. Look at them every day. Sit with them for a while. Start to communicate it with potential clients. Start to play with it maybe through your social media, etc. I always say, people, don't go crazy if you're not sure. You know, I wouldn't necessarily go out there and suddenly change all your profiles on social media and change all your marketing and everything else, okay, that may be really disruptive for your business. Sit with it, play with it, try it on for size. At some point, I'm telling you now, you will want to go on your social media channels and change them to align with this. So if you're sitting there saying, I'm a marketing expert, right? Okay, brilliant. So so's like a thousand other people that I can search on LinkedIn all day long, okay? I'm a marketing expert specializing for coaches, consultants, and mentors. Okay, I'm interested. Specifically, those people who are trying to set up online groups and online clubs and blah, 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 blah. Right, okay, now I'm really interested. And if I search those, those, those kind of criterias, I might only find a few. You might be the only one that's close enough to me. Even if I'm doing this thing over, this is interesting, even if I'm doing it over Skype or over the phone or doing it over the internet or whatever, people like to do business with people who are geographically quite close to them. So if you're the best in the area, you're going to still get a decent amount of business from that. Okay, so there are two statements I want you to absolutely pin up, okay? What is it that you are the best at or what is it you could be the best at for what particular market or client with a specific problem or problems in a certain geographic region? This is what's going to give you that first positioning statement. The second positioning statement is the only person that does this thing for this client base or this type of client with this specific type of problem in a geographic area. These two things are are absolutely going to elevate your position and they are going to magnify the value, the perceived value of what you are to this client base. 
okay? Now, here's the thing. You want to make sure that you sense check that there's enough market out there for this. So you can over niche. Of course you can, right? You know, micro niching is a great thing. This is what this is, micro niching, okay? It's a great thing. However, you go beyond that and you might only have one client in the whole world that might not be the best market for you to grow your business into. So you must sense check this, make sure there's enough business out there for you, okay? So make sure you've got this massive, humongous pie, this generalist pie. You wanna make sure that the portion of pie that you're gonna take out and make your own and take for your own, you wanna make sure there's still enough of that pie that even when you have a big chunk of that, that there is a lot of scope there for your businesses to grow. Now here's the other thing, you can expand afterwards. So don't panic and think, this is what I'm gonna do for the rest of my life. It might be this is what you dedicate yourself to, to for the rest of your life. It might be this is what you dedicate yourself to for the next 12 months or the next however many years so you can expand and grow your business. It may well be then that you transfer those skills into a second market or into an expanded market. So this is not a lifelong decision you're making right now. This is you penetrating into the marketplace, punching into that marketplace with real potency and real force. Once you're in that marketplace, of course, you can then start to expand. You can start to, you know, sort of puff out your shoulders a little bit and start occupying a bit more of the market share, a bit more space out there, okay? But to start off with, especially for those smaller businesses under 100K, but I'm telling you now, even if you're doing 100 or 200, this is really valuable stuff. You want to get yourself into that super niche in, the best that for in, the only that for in. Now, the next thing is this. You might only be the best or the only in your, I don't know, your town, for example, right? Okay, that's okay. That's okay for now because, you know, you're going to get a good chunk of what's available there. What happens then, of course, is because you're focusing specifically in this market area with this client and with these these sets of problems, you get better and better at it. And what that means is you're not just going to be the best or the only in a town. You'll then become the best or the only in a much bigger geographic area. And as you get better and better, it gets it grows and it grows. Okay. And if you keep punching in down this route, the bigger the geographic area that these two statements apply to, then the more expensive you're going to be the more sought after you're going to be, the greater your position in the marketplace. So if you were the best in the world at something very specific for a client base, you now have the world to serve, okay? As long as your model handles serving people in other countries, et cetera. Does this make sense? So the bigger the in is, the more in demand you're going to be and the more expensive you're going to become, okay? The next thing I want you to think about is just to really drill or drive this this home as to why you might want to niche. I was told to niche by a lot of business gurus and I ignored them because they never really made a compelling case, if I'm honest, okay? I understand the shotgun approach, the scattergun approach is not the best one. I understand the sniper approach that I was always told about is better, but no one really put a massively compelling case for me. So I want to try and build a compelling case for you in case you're like me, which is, yeah, it kind of makes sense, but I'm still not going to do it, or you're just not yet getting it, I hope you already are, but I want to share with you, and it's an analogy, and it's about poodles, I don't know why, the first time I shared this, it was all about poodle pampering, okay, so like a dog salon, okay, but specializing in poodles, and uh, it stuck, so this is the, uh, the analogy I'm going to share with you right now, so you are a generic dog groomer, 
you are competing with all of the other generic dog groomers. You're scared of specializing in a particular dog because if you go and specialize in a particular dog, you're not going to get all the other business, which is all the other current dogs out there. Well, number one, that's been proven over and again not to be true because when you're the best poodle pamperer, you'd be surprised when people say, but I've also got a Labrador, can you do those? Well, yes, we can do those. Or you might be super exclusive and say, no, we only do poodles. But if you're scared of not getting extra work, don't be. People will still want you to do their other dogs. And even though you're poodle pampering specialist, your uh, client's Great Dane will also get done if they would bring it to you. And they'll also recommend you to their friend that's got an Alsatian. Does this make sense? You might not want that business for very long, just so you know. But if you're scared of losing it, don't be. You will still get a chunk of that business if you want it. I'm willing to bet it won't be very long until you start saying no to that business as well. Okay. So here's the thing. You set up, you say, I'm specializing in poodles. You are then currently the only dog groomers in the town that specializes in poodles, okay? You will get, and you should get, if you get everything else right in your business, the majority, if not all, of the poodles in your area, okay? Now, you need to make sure that your version of Poodle Pampering has a big enough market share. I've said that already. But let's say, you know, you do your, you do your market research and you say, right, there are, you know, 5,000 poodles within a 10-mile area or whatever. There's nobody in that area specializing in poodles. I'm going to start marketing to poodle owners. There's 5,000 of them. If you had 5,000 dogs coming regularly to your grooming salon, I'm willing to bet that would massively explode your business. Make sense? Obviously, you probably are not a dog groomer, okay? However, apply this analogy, apply this to your own business, okay? Then what happens? You get a big chunk of the poodles in that area. The more poodles you do, the more specialist you get at poodles. Make sense? So you started off as the only. So now why would someone go to a generalist dog groomer's because now you're the only one specializing in their dog. So you get that business, you win that business. Now what happens, of course, is because all your dogs that you groom are poodles, or most of them are poodles, you'll start getting specialist gearing. So you'll realize that certain brushes are definitely better on poodles than other brushes, and other brushes might be suitable for other dogs, but not for you, and you'll start having specialist gear, and maybe you'll have specialist tables and specialist equipment, and you'll have specialist shampoos and what it might be. And what happens is you now become really dedicated to this, but you start to become an absolute bloody master of this stuff. So very quickly, not only are you the only in town, you start to become the best poodle pamperer in a bigger area, okay? And then what happens, of course, is you get more in demand. So of course you get more expensive, okay? Then you maybe expand your business, grow your business, you get more expensive, you do more of that thing, you become more of an expert in that, people start asking you to speak on the subject, you might even write the little book on it, you may do whatever it might be, see what I'm saying? And then it grows and it grows, and then your reputation grows and it grows, and the in part of these statements, the best at for in, the only that for in, that in part of the statement starts to grow, the bigger that in is from the town to the county to the southeast of England to the whole of England to the UK to Europe to the world, the more in demand you'll be, the more expensive you will be. What's your version of poodle pampering? What's your version? If I was generically coaching, you know, 
uh, small businesses, service-based businesses, manufacturing businesses, if I was dealing with financial issues, marketing issues and this. And there's a lot of things I can help in all these areas. And in success groups, we touch on all these things because, you know, I'm a great generalist as well and I can help in many, many areas. And then we also bring in absolute experts in specific areas to also support that content. But when I'm out there in the marketplace, this is what I own. This is what I do. This is what I am about. I'm about you getting extreme growth in your business by leveling yourself up. You level yourself up as an entrepreneur so that you can get the business growth that you want. I then have multiple products within that depending on whether you are 20, 30, 40, 50K business or you're 100, 200, 300 grand business or even a multi-million pound business. I also have a one-to-one offering, okay? Very specific again, but it all comes down to my core offering. It all makes sense and I'm the only person in the area and that area that I own is a pretty big one these days. I want you to absolutely own these two statements. What is it you're the best at for in or what could you grow into being the best at for in? What are you the only that for in or who could you grow into being the only that for in? Nail this and you will be massively competitive. You'll stand out from the rest of your competition. You'll know who you are. You'll know what it is you do. You'll own the value you have to this specific client base. They also will value you. That means you will become more expensive. This is how you are going to get yourself out of being stuck as a general list charging average prices. Awesome, guys. Hope you enjoyed that content. If you are a small business owner and you haven't yet hit 100K in turnover, then please do go and check out my webinar that I've created for you. It's called the Six Figure Fast Track, and it's about helping business owners break the 100K revenue mark or more within 12 months or less. Completely free of charge. I've created that content specifically with the small five-figure service-based business in mind. We look at the mindset you need to have in place, the model you need to have in your business, business. And we also look at day-to-day methodologies that are going to get you and your business to 100k or more. You can find that at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash fast track. Biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash fast track. I will put the link in the description below. Go and check out that content and get yourself and your business on the fast track. Don't forget to subscribe, never miss an episode, and I will see you next time. Until then, as always, be successful. through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up.